You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Houston Texans have fired their head coach. Uh, they have struggled. Their defense has been at times shredded, and uh, they I give Romeo Cornell a lot of credit. He kind of went for it. Uh, but ended up uh, costing them, and the, uh, they fall to the Tennessee Titans. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline to talk more Texans football, John McClain, longtime writer down there in Houston for the Houston Chronicle. John, how you been? I've been great. Thank you very much. Always great to talk to you. So give me the lowdown on this team because, obviously, they fired their head coach. They traded away in the offseason uh, one of their best offensive weapons. Uh, defensively speaking, I thought they would be better. So where are they right now, and how desperate are they? Their defense is awful. I watched all these people around the country be critical of Romeo Cornell for going for two to beat the Titans instead of taking a chance on his defense, which is god-awful, stopping the Titans from scoring a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Anybody that has watched this defense knows that Cornell made the right choice. And people talk about the percentages, and I tell them percentages haven't watched this team. Percentages haven't seen how bad this this defense is. And they proved it right after that. They had 76-yard touchdown drive to tie, 82-yard touchdown drive to win in overtime. So I think why would anybody in their right mind think that if they'd have gone ahead and kicked the extra point, they could have kept the Titans from scoring a touchdown and two-point conversion? Give me Deshaun Watson to win on the two-yard line when he's playing great against a defense that's not very good any day of the week than relying on this defense to do squat. And uh, the defense is historically bad when it comes to stopping the run, giving up 177.6 yards a game. They've already given up four 100-yard runners in the first six games. They gave up three the last two years. So they can't stop a nosebleed, can't stop a clock. We've used all the cliches, but I look for the Packers to bounce back in a big way. So, obviously, we pay attention to the defense down there, being a J.J. Watt fans. Talk about J.J. and how he's kind of toiling away right now on a defense that's got to be extremely frustrating for him. J.J. is coming off his best game of the season. He had a strip sack. He had a bunch of tackles, two behind the line of scrimmage. You know he's going to want to play great against the Packers. It's his team growing up. And he's always telling the stories about going to Lambeau and, and trying to get him to ride his bike and all these things about the first time Brett Favre actually he thought looked at him when he was a kid. Brett was probably looking at 50 kids at the time. They all thought he was looking at them. So this will be special for him, not only because he's been humiliated playing on a defense this bad, but also because he wants to win so bad. He may be the most competitive player I've covered in 44 years. And, of course, he's going against his favorite team growing up. So it's especially big for J.J. Watt. 
Uh, this team, you talk about Deshaun Watson. They trade away DeAndre Hopkins. Did how how far back did did Bill O'Brien set this team in some of the moves that he has made? Well, the problem is not the wide receivers. Their their passing game is working really well. They got a first time play caller, Tim Kelly, offensive coordinator. O'Brien took it back a game. They lost to Minnesota. He got fired at that point. They lost. They'd won, they were 1-6 in six in their last seven games. They had trailed in double digits by every in every game. We're always having to play from behind. They're a terrible team when it comes to starting in the first quarter. And so he traded Hopkins, but he brought in Brandon Cooks, who's playing well. He brought in Randall Cobb, who's playing well. He brought in David Johnson in that trade. And Johnson is what he is. I mean, he's good for about – 50 to 70 yards a game, and uh, he's a good receiver who hasn't really been incorporated into the passing game because they have so many options. Watson leads the NFL in, in average yards per attempt. They're throwing, throwing down the field much more than they have in the past, and one of the reasons is because of the speed. they got Cooks, Will Fuller, and uh, uh, Kenny Stills all ran in the four threes at their combines coming out of college. Randall Cobb, as you know very well, Randall ran a 4-4-6, but his game right now is all about brains and hands and footwork, and he made a tremendous touchdown catch against the uh, Titans on a broken route. And so they're coming off their best game. Watson has 300-yard games in, in a row. That ties his career high set in 2018, and... If he does it against the Packers, that'll be a career high. Another thing about Watson, this team last year scored 30 points twice, back-to-back games over Atlanta at Kansas City. And then they went 16 games without the offense scoring 30 points because they had 31 in the playoff loss at Kansas City because special teams have touchdown. But then in the last two games, they've hit 30 again. So, they're playing a lot better on offense. They can't run the ball very well. Their run defense is the worst I've ever seen in my 44 years of covering the NFL, and and the pass defense is not very good either. The uh, the you mentioned the play calling, and I first of all let me say this: I agree with you on the Romeo Cornell going for it. I mean, Romeo Cornell, he's not. This is not. He's an interim coach until they hire another coach. Correct? Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not a candidate to get the job. So he's trying to get this team wins. Nothing more. I mean, he's not he's not fighting for a job at this point. He's just merely trying to get this team wins and put their confidence back in place and trying to get them to stack a little bit of success. I mean, I don't have a problem with that, right? A lot of people did. It's amazing. Uh, knee-jerk reactions by a lot of people. And then when I explain it, do you go with the win with Watson from the two-yard line or do you put it on your defensive shoulders? And anybody says – uh, as they would put it on the defense in that situation, it's, it's clueless about the Texans this season. But I saw that all over the country. People are just blasting him. And and uh, players like to go up and be aggressive. He's gone forth, forth, down three times. He succeeded every time, including touchdown on uh, uh, to, uh, Cooks caught the touchdown on fourth down. And, and uh, so why not? What do they have to lose? In that situation, I've been saying every every week, win or lose on Watson's arm, don't give the ball to David Johnson at the one-yard line to be stuffed. Don't give the ball to David Johnson in the red zone. Put it in Watson's hands, and if it doesn't work, at least you know it didn't work with your best player 
not the running one of the running backs, and certainly don't want to put it on the defense. I know the defense has played extremely bad. You haven't played exactly the easiest competition either. The Chiefs, <laughs> the Ravens, the Steelers, you know, Titans. I mean, you're talking about some juggernauts. I, you know, it, do you think that, you know, when you get to the Jaguars, maybe the Browns, uh, a lackluster Patriots team, the Lions, the Colts, you know, th- that, that suddenly things begin to look up a little bit, the Bengals? Plus, they play the last game here is against Tennessee on January 3rd. And I wrote yesterday, Mike Prable, have mercy on their defense, rest Derrick Henry to keep him from having a third consecutive 200-yard game against the Texans. And maybe they'll have their playoff seed secured. But, yeah, the schedule does get easier. But uh, they're going to have to win shootouts like the game at Tennessee where you have to score a lot of points. That wasn't their M.O. last year. It has to be this year. If they could run the ball better, you know, you control the ball, control the clock, keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline with Matt LaFleur. But as it is now, they can't run the ball. And so the other teams are getting a lot of possessions. Going into the game Sunday at Tennessee, the Texans were last in average time of possession, 25 minutes a game. So their opponents had 10 more minutes a game to beat them, and they did. And the only I picked them to start 0-3, and then I thought they'd beat Minnesota and Jacksonville and be 2-3 and going into the Tennessee and Green Bay games. And then their bye week, and the bad one was the Vikings. Vikings came in here. They were awful. Kirk Cousins had been awful. And Dalvin Cook killed them. Cousins killed them, and they lost by eight. And that's why it got Bill O'Brien fired, because they were going in the wrong direction. But they've slowly turned around the passing game as Watson's become more familiar with those new players and a new play caller. But their defense, it's, I'll tell you a great stat. Two years ago, they're 82 yards a game rushing. First nine games last year, 84 yards a game rushing. Since then, 169 yards a game rushing. All of a sudden, how do you go? How do you do that? I'm sorry, the last nine last year was 163. In one season, first nine, 84, second nine, counting two playoff games, 163. How does that happen? And you'll see when they play Sunday, their defense looks poorly prepared, poorly coached. They look, players are out of position. They're grab, grabbing jerseys. They're making mental errors. They look at each other like, I thought that was your man, and that doesn't bode well for the coaching. Now, Romeo Cornell's the interim coach. He's one of the all-time best defensive coordinators. They have a first-time defensive coordinator in Anthony Weaver, their defensive line coach. But Cornell, if I, players look like they're thinking too much. You go to the KISS method and uh, because it just says, see ball, get ball, and don't make them think too much. Fantastic stuff, uh, John. Always appreciate listen, uh, listening to you kind of wax nostalgic about this team and picking your brain. I certainly appreciate a couple of minutes, okay? My pleasure, Bill. Thank you very much. Thanks, Stay safe. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. John McClain, Texans right and doesn't pull any punches when he talks about that team in the Houston Chronicle. You can find him on Twitter at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. He is uh, an unbelievable writer as well, and uh, like I said, doesn't pull any punches. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 85 years plus, they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.